0: This is the Your Money Hour podcast, and I am your host, Dakota Grady. Welcome to the show, y'all. Today, I have a guest, but before we get started, if you're struggling with your finances or if you need help with the accounting test for your business, contact me at DakotaGrady.com. And if you're a nurse practitioner or a entrepreneur, you need help with your finances and your accounting taxes, I'm your guy. Check out my website at DakotaGrady.com and get resources there to help you. Contact me at DakotaGrady at DakotaGrady.com. So my guest today is Dante Antonio. And he is the king of content in Atlanta, Georgia. He's my coach, Ashley, my for my content creation and his community. I want to have him on the show today. So without further ado, Dante, welcome to the show.
1: Man, thank you, Dakota, for having me, man. I appreciate that. Yes, yeah, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. So tell everyone about who you are and what you do, yeah? I'm the king of content, Dontell Antonio. And what I do is create content to help entrepreneurs serve an impact on a higher level, but be their authentic self in front of this camera.
0: So talk about that. Like how did you get the name King of Content? I mean,
1: like, yeah, people are different things, the king of something, but how about you? You want to know what's so crazy is before I was the king of, con- the king of, I never seen nobody else say they was the king of anything. You know what I'm saying? And literally, um, I actually been creating content since I was 13. And so for me, like, I really love creating content. I know some people say they create content, do all this, but I've been doing it since 13. And when I say doing it, I started as a graphic designer in Photoshop at 13. And so in middle school, I was creating all the graphics for the middle school In high school, I was creating all the graphics for my high school. Uh, then I was a, in a thing called Skills USA, which was a national graphic uh, and arts competition all over the world. Um, and then I was—I uh, went to college as a graphic designer, then switched my major to photography. And then from there, I went from uh, photography to creating movies and films and doing all of that stuff. Uh, and literally uh, a couple of years ago, uh, a few years ago, David shan's He was like, man, I thought I was the king of content, man, but you really are the king of content. And then everybody started calling me the king of content. And I was like, man, that actually sound kind of catchy. And Gabby, she was like, yeah, that should be your brand. Let's go trademark that. And so we went to trademark it and all of that stuff. And I just became the king of content because it sounded more sexier than uh, composite media. Right. And that's your company's name, right? Composite media? Yeah, that that that's the that's the um that's the corp, that's the top company, but I've got a few companies. So we got uh, composite media is one of the companies. Awesome, awesome. So it's not like you a serial entrepreneur there. <laughs> no, I think it, it's just um understanding business and understanding layers of, and protection and having companies own companies and companies own companies types of things. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about business. Or get to the content, uh, you've been in the game for a while now. What's one thing you see entrepreneurs struggle with when they start a business?
1: Uh, I think the first thing is they looking at somebody else's success and they want to get there fast and they don't understand how long that person been doing it. Like sometimes you can look at somebody that's been doing it for 30 years and you just started 30 minutes ago and you want that same outcome and it don't happen like that. And I, so I see them get discouraged because they're they doing too many comparables when they should just get focused on who they're serving and what they're serving, right? And, and go super hard on that and make sure that they stay consistent. See, consistency is what kills a lot of entrepreneurs, right? Somebody that started a business, they think they got an LLC. Now they just got a pot of gold there, and it's not true. You got to keep staying consistent. You got to build the business. Whatever, whoever in your space winning right now, they don't win forever, they get complacent but if you stay going and you stay going and next you look five years went by and now you the top person and then you get comfortable then you disappear like them as well but if you become that top person and you start helping other people become top people as well then all you guys stay going and stay consistent so the biggest thing is just looking at somebody else's path and making theirs comparable and it's not
0: Mm. did
1: you find yourself in that position when you started your business Now you know why? Because I I was doing what I was doing before it was a business. So I was doing what I'm 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 doing what I love to do. So I didn't actually I didn't even want to make it a business. I just wanted to do it. Like I'm a real creative. So I just wanted to create. I wasn't thinking about business. And so So, even like when I first got started, yeah, it was like it was bad because I I'm a creative, not a business owner.
0: Gotcha. So you, you I guess the creative part, is that right side of the brain or left side? I forget which one it is, but you... Man,
1: both, both brains for me. Shit, both sides. My whole mind, I use everything. <laughs>
0: I got you. I got you. So, at what point did it become that shift to go from being a creative to an entrepreneur that's making impact, making making money?
1: I think for me, uh, it started back in 2013. Back in 2013, Um, back in 2013, um I didn't, I was just doing what I love to do. And I ended up blowing up one of my friends. Uh, his name is K camp. I blew his, uh, I helped blow him up. And then I realized like, you go from, we can't afford 99 cent cheeseburgers to making millions of dollars. Like, hold up. Um, it's crazy all in a year. Like, and it's like, but then I realized that I didn't have all my stuff together. You know, and then everybody coming to me, you know, for content, like, and in that case, it was music videos and stuff like that, but it's content. So, um, people's coming to me to create the content. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm doing all these people stuff. Cause one thing I realized about the industry is people mimic each other. And so if you, the person that everybody going to, then people going to come to you. And so, um, I realized I helped blow them up and then I didn't have my business together. I didn't have my black and white together. And so. As people grow, you start to see that people tend to um, catch amnesia. And so when I realized I, I kept getting the, the 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 small stick of the, the pool, I like, I got to do something better. And so I started really getting deep into business mm. to protect me.
0: That's good because
1: you saw the
0: results that you were putting work in to make people blow up, right? Yeah. And then made I mean- the chips.
1: I've been doing it for 13 years still, it's the same thing. Like, but I understand the formula. It's a formula, and I understand the formula to really blowing people up. But what people got to realize is you got to go all in on you. You got to believe you can't be scared. You're not blowing up with with without putting no money up or putting no risk up. It it's, it's getting missile focused, and I did it too many times. And now, like literally, we focus on blowing my brand up because I blew. I spent a decade plus blowing other people up. Mm. Because I was okay with being behind the scenes. I was making money. out. I, I didn't want to be in front of the camera. I always was behind the camera for a reason because I felt if I'm behind the camera, I, I can help more people. I didn't want them to look at me as competition, especially when I'm feeding them my words or feeding them my strategies and my systems and I'm building out, doing all of the, the creative things for them that allow them to scale. So, yeah. So going from behind the
0: camera into the front of the camera Talk about that transition because people who make content. So I, I have a wife. She's more of an introvert than me. I'm the I'm the guy behind on the front scene, right? She's behind the scenes. Oh, baby, if you want to do business, you got to get out there. Talk about that. How'd you go from being behind the scenes to being in front? And how do you overcome? I guess whatever issues you have, if you had any.
1: Now I had issues. I have, I had real big issues because I don't know how to be fake. Um, and I don't know how to play the game. So I, I'm always too honest. Like, like it is a such thing of being too honest. And I'm way too honest. And I don't like, I don't want to fit in with people. I don't want to do what everybody's doing. Um, So some things I was like, yo, I'm too cool to do. And what that means is I'm too cool to beg people. I'm too good to ask people for help. I'm too good for like mentally, like, and I I had to get over that. I had to overcome that when getting in front of the camera because you, it's all about relationships and building stronger relationships. And sometimes you gotta, um, you get the good with the bad. And so I didn't know how to handle a lot of stuff. So, um, me as a person, I became way more better as a person, as a communicator, um, as, uh, my patience got better. Um, I, I, I got over like not want to ask people for something twice. So I never wanted. To, I never asked people the same thing twice. So mm. if I asked you once, I, if you didn't do it, I, I keep it moving. Mm. Interesting. Is my whole something? life, my whole life, I always been like that. I never. I, I didn't repeat myself.
0: Mm. And mm. so
1: I had to learn that getting in front of the camera that I had to. Um, and I think another big thing is being in front of the camera. like I'm such a creative that i I used to spend more time reinventing the wheel instead of just um using the wheel. Mm. Mm. And so I had to learn a lot. like I like I, I'm in in my whole career, I dealt with individuals, so I didn't build communities. so I was too busy building individuals. like so, um, like I had like I'm learning so much every day, and I, I tell people every day, no matter what level you get, what type of Um, status you think you have, you will never stop learning until the day you D.I.E. And I understand that. So I will always be a student of the game. I will always continue learning because the biggest thing I had to do was sacrifice um, my comfortability to get in front of the camera. See, I always was able to talk and do all of that. But what happens is I I wasn't consistent with building me because I was too busy building others. So Mm -hmm. the biggest thing I had to do was get consistent with building me. Mm -hmm. I
0: like that. I like that. So this is the detail that we don't get in the community. I mean, in terms of like just, I guess knowing more about you. So I, I really like this. In terms of the content, like why is content king? Why is it so important? A guy talked to me years ago about that, and I heard it, but I was like, yeah, I was kind of, I was scared honestly, because I'm like, I don't know, what do. I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do. I got content, but like, I, I don't know. Talk about how important content is.
1: I think for me, like I, I, I built so many people to multi-million dollars, and the way I did that was using content, mm-hmm. um, and and because people don't, it, no matter think about anything that you like. What, what's your favorite T-shirt brand? Mm-hmm. T-shirt brand? Oh. Well, right now I got I got the shirt. on. you
0: know what I'm saying? I like it. <laughs> I
1: don't know the what, Right, like it don't matter. Like, what is what? Give me something that you love. Like anything that you like. Your favorite. It could be a favorite car, favorite glasses, favorite something, favorite Mustang. book, favorite, a Mustang. Yes. All right. So if you go think about Mustang, the reason why you like Mustang is because you've seen people having it in the inside of the content, uh, or you've seen them promoting it inside of the content, or when you was younger, you've seen somebody with it, and you keep watching that picture in your face of you having, uh, in your head of you having it. Right. So, so people got to realize the only way people get to know, like, and trust you is by the content you put out or it get to know about your brand or anything is by the content you put out. So, if you're not putting out content, then you realize why people don't know you exist and why your business ain't doing what you got to do. So, content is the most important vehicle because that is what brings the people to you so you can grow and scale. Mm. I like that. I like that. And, and what I mean
0: earlier about, how we don't get into the group. I mean, like I'm going deep with you. You know, you get explain more. So, not I'm you're in not the group. That, I'm but, teaching I'm in
1: the group. No, no, no. I know what you mean. In the group, I'm teaching. It ain't about me. It's about you. <laughs> right. I
0: right, got you.
1: I I don't get like when I'm in places. I don't talk about me. I get there going. What I teach you in the webinar, I go straight to the points. I'm talking right. about for them. I don't talk about me. I don't waste my time talking about me. And the reason why is because people are there for a reason. And you, if you spending the whole time talking about you, then they can't get what they came for. I
0: like that. I like that. And that's why I like about your your webinar process too. How you talk about breaking those particular fears and then you have stories to, to tie them each one together. So I like that. Yeah. So before we close, we got like we got about nine minutes though. Talk about
1: I ain't the- in no a yeah. rush, Dakota.
0: All right, you're like, all right, cool. So talk about the boot camp you're having and the actual next month. Talk about it, and what people expect from the boot camp.
1: So the biggest thing I realized getting in front of the camera is I had to be in the rooms. Like before I was okay with not being in rooms. I didn't show money. I didn't show things. I didn't show nothing because I'm from Chicago and I'm I'm built from gangsters and and forces and stuff like that. So we always was taught to, you know, don't show what you have. Don't talk about what you have because there's somebody else out there that don't have and they'll do whatever to have. And so um, the biggest thing I learned from not when I stopped being a ghost being behind the scenes is that I had to get in rooms and I wasn't getting enough rooms. And the people that I wanted to build with are in the rooms that I'm not in. And so... I'm, I'm not in these rooms, but I'm also not building. So people ain't talking about me in these rooms. And so what I have to realize is no matter what I do, I got to get in the rooms. that got my potential business partners, got my potential clients, got my potential, got up, 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 value, a piece of information, one gem that I can take and, and, and scale to the next level. See, what happens is people think that their whole life changed, but it just changed for the next level. See, your whole life do change, but not the whole life, just this part of the life. Um, and if you keep getting rooms and networking, then eventually everything will change. But first, you got to change and You got to understand the importance of being in a room. And so last year, um, 2022, I spoke at over 50 events. And by me speaking at over 50 events, I seen what people was missing from the rooms. And so I said, well, let me do my own room so I can give them what I feel like people was missing. And so I'm like, well... Everybody want to scale their business, but they're not utilizing the internet as they should. They're doing one piece of the element, but it's a lot of steps to it. And you need to have every piece so you can actually have a full system. See, a system ain't just one piece. See, that's a piece of a puzzle, but in order to see the full canvas, you got to have all of the pieces. And so what we did was we start uh, we started our own events, doing our own events and putting the people that we know that serve um in the rooms. And we talking about not just content, but sales, um, um automation systems. We're talking about funnels. We're talking about high ticket, low ticket. Um, We're talking about um bringing uh, audience to you, how to build communities, everything that you need to be able to hit uh, a high level of impact. And so that's what we, that's what this event about. It's a three day event. I could have did it one day, but I said no. Nah, you ain't gonna get the transformation over one day. See, and a lot of people don't realize is I'm putting up all my own money. I'm not putting up nobody else's money. I don't got no other people. It's no partners. Everything I'm dealing with is um, hiring, uh, getting the space, hiring all of the stuff that you need in the space. A B um, promotional materials, merchandise, um, um, employees, um, um, everything. Like so. Um, I'm doing everything. And so when it comes to events, people don't realize that if you want to go to the next level, you can't be scared to risk risk yourself, like put everything up yourself. And I think the biggest thing I have to realize and I want you to realize is if you don't believe in you, nobody else will. And that's the real reason why I, I, I give out the Dante Act of Belief Award for taking the courage to believe in yourself to my community is because it takes courage to believe in you. See, not everybody believes in themselves. It takes so much courage to believe that what it is that you're doing is going to impact the world on a whole nother level. And so I, I I shine light on those people because I'm one of those people. And so this event is going to really teach you how to become a better person and go serve on a whole nother level so you can scale your business. And Dakota, you said some earlier. It's like. What made me really get into business and understand business because I started caring a lot more. And even back uh, a few years ago, I created my first book and it's called um, Broke Creatives Don't Make Money, Learn the Business of Being a Creative. This was my first book and it was geared to teaching um, business to creatives so they can understand that creativity is only 10 percent of the um, business, but the business is 90 percent. And if you want to scale and grow, you got to know the 90 percent. And most people only are creative and not business um, business people. And that's why they don't grow a scale. That's dope. I didn't know you had the book. Yeah. And we got a new book coming out too um, for content to scale on a whole other, another level. See, this was my first book. It was $14.99. I undervalued myself. See, this right here book gives you the whole key to how I made my first million dollars. Right? Yeah. And so I give you step by step, like I'm holding your hand in this book. And I undervalue myself by charging $14.99. My new book that's about to come out is 100 dollars
0: mm. Because you see the value. I mean,
1: you all your information.
0: Yes. You get 100 dollars and you make it, you can make a million. It's like a no brainer right?
1: Right. And then even just like this book we got right here, this is a this a thousand dollar book. Right. And the thing, the thing about it is I got a new community that we um launch into as well. And I might do something in that community, everybody in that community going to get access to this book mm-hmm. that I'm going to I'm going to reveal only to those members because they're higher caliber only to those members about this book, because I got a new community that we um, launch and it's, it's done with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 more hands-on, it's more everything. It's a community too, just like our community, like our community ain't going nowhere. This is just another level. This is the goal that I want everybody in the community to go to because it's 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 done like everything get done quicker. Quicker. You know? Yeah. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, I mean sense. I mean, you have done it for you,
0: done it by yourself, or that's you my do it for you. <laughs> Each yeah. level.
1: Yeah. But I feel like, you know, um, I feel like that it's a, it's a, it's a speed game and it's like most people overthink things. Like even for you, like it was something you needed done uh, with systems and back end, you like, man, I just rather pay X, Y, Z to do it because I need it done. But a lot of people don't understand about how much time you save and just expediting the process.
0: You're right because I spent about a week trying to get something done. Got done overnight. <laughs>
1: How
0: did that make you feel? Good, and I mean, I, I got to go check it still, I mean, it's like I spent. <sighs> For me, I'm am a DIYer. I like do stuff on my own, right? But if if, if I'm going scale, I outsource, right? I know that. So if I'm if I'm if I'm, if I'm the money guy, I, that's my that's my lane. Automation ain't my lane, so I'm gonna hire people to do automation for me, and then I save time, money. I'm like, hey, pay her, pay him, whoever it may be, whether it be automation, copy, whatever. Yo, if you're not in your lane, hire somebody.
1: Yeah, I was just talking to somebody yesterday, my guy Shark, and he was just like, man, this stuff is so complex, man. How you, how you, how you do it? I said, I'm doing what I love to do. Like this is my lane. I'm obsessed with it. It's my lane lane. <laughs> right. So it's a difference when it's your lane lane and it's versus you doing it because you have to grow your business. See when you have to do it, cause you gotta grow your business. That ain't your passion, but all the, like I started designing websites at 13. I was my fact, probably before that I was designing the black planet pages and MySpace pages and uh, all of those pages. Like I was a kid. Like, that's why I said my, I, I already had a graphic design company. Um, as as a teenager. My graphic design company uh started uh when I was a teenager, it was chaotic designs. So that was my first I had that um since I was thirteen. Wow.
0: So yeah, you I mean, you, you were already doing it, but you just had to, I guess monetized it. I think you started, you saw a story about you, you got paid what two fifty at one time and you thought $20. a lot of money,
1: went, twenty dollars.
0: Twenty dollars, yes. And then you eventually started big, charging more,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, that was, and that was back in 2011. Uh, 2010, I got paid $20. That's because at first I was doing it, you know. What so, I'm saying? But that was the camera, I, was, I, I made a couple dollars doing graphics now, like because I was doing logos since 13, I was doing websites and stuff, but I wasn't charging a lot. But I didn't know I could make money from the camera. Mm, and now the camera's like, boom, blowing up. You do videos everywhere, like cameras yeah. everywhere. But I only picked up the cameras to make my graphics better. because i was dealing with people and i was i was going more corporate like so i got accepted to like the art institute of atlanta but at first i got accepted to scad yeah so so i got accepted to scad as a graphic designer um but what happened was i was like a a couple points shy from getting my full um tuition and so i ended up having to settle for the art institute but i wanted to go to scad because i was doing more commercial art um, you know what I'm saying? And so I had to and went to the Art Institute and that was the smartest thing I ever did because once I switched my major uh, from graphic design, I did two and a half years as a graphic designer there, but I was I was out beating everybody because you got to think I've been doing this since 13. So Photoshop is my second nature. And so I was like, well, let me make my graphics better with stock images, but I want to shoot my own stock images. But you got to think about graphics and photography and filmmaking is all cousins. So by me already been experienced in graphic design, I got I got quickly experienced in photography, but then I realized I didn't like photography. I liked the filmmaker because I was able to be creative and create my own world. And so Art Institute gave me a camera. I was one of the last four in the Art Institute history to get a camera in my package, in history. And that camera changed my whole life.
0: Yeah, I saw a video you did. It's funny because I was telling my wife this, I said, it do create content. You were recording, I guess a person, man, not guy, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was maybe a woman. She was cleaning a, a car and yeah, said yeah. that little thing. You were shooting her doing that, and you got somebody shooting somebody shooting you. You want to come? Like that's so dope. I'm like, you create content. It's like you create content. I'm
1: <laughs> yeah, and that client—that's an app client, right? So they got a client. Uh, um, I can't. I don't think I could say their name yet, but they got a dope. Um, they got a dope. Um, company where it's like a Uber or a car detailing. It's dope. Black-owned. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about
0: some value real quick. When you do content, there has to be value. So it has to be impactful. Talk about how people can move from being afraid of being on the camera to being on the camera and then adding value to the
1: audience. I think the biggest thing is most people are afraid because they don't know what to say or who they saying it to mm-hmm. and or, or or like or they feel as they inexperienced. I think those are the main reasons. Right. And so that's why the first thing I do is I come and understand what's stopping and what's hindering them because it's it's a false belief that's hindering them. Um, And so I'm really, really deep. And so I go into the subconscious mind and I really reprogram the subconscious mind so we can remove the fear so they can be really them and show up. And that's why I do. Like you never heard nobody say impactful content before me because I created it, you know, Um, and I own a trademark to it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like anything I do. Right. Um, But most people are in their heads and they so busy obsessed with them and not obsessed with the person they serving. See, I'm obsessed with the person I'm serving. So that's why I can serve. That's why you see me. I do things that everybody don't do because I really I'm obsessed with serving because I'm here where I'm at today is because strangers pulled into me. Strangers saved my life. People who was not my blood, who was not my relative saved my life because they pulled into me as a stranger. And because y'all see me today, y'all see stuff is polished. But for me, I'm really from nothing. I'm really rough around the edges. I'm really like from dirt, right? And the people that saved me and the people that pulled into me made me who I am today. And so my whole mission is to pay it forward. That's it. My whole mission is to pay it forward. And that's what some people fell to realize. It's like, you ain't going to outserve me because I really care.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, it's important to have that server to, I guess, a server leader, right? Be a server leader. How can someone add value if they are holding on tight? They don't want to give information. I think somebody said, I think you may have said too. Some people stand you with information. They don't want to give it away. Talk about that.
1: I mean, if they stand you with the information, they're not going to be able to give value. See, if you hold something tight and you can, it's nothing that can release, but the only thing that can, you're going to be so tight that you're going to hold your grip so tight and not give nothing, and guess what's going to happen? People are not going to attract to you. They're going to run away from you. They're going to repel from you. And as long as you hold the information and not give value, you can't scale your damn self. Because once you give value to the marketplace, you show the people that you're capable and competent of actually doing what you say you can do. So the more value you give, the more you scale, the more you grow, the more everything. But that will not happen unless you start being free and use the tools that the big guy upstairs gave you to pass to others. See, you can you can replace every every tool that you got can be copied and handed to somebody else. What because you have the tool and you give it to somebody else don't mean you lose the tool. See, all of the information that we have, we don't lose it when we give it to somebody else. We just make a copy and give it to somebody else. And if you Thank understand you. that you can make unlimited copies. So that means you can help unlimited people. And the more people you help, the bigger your village become, the bigger your army become, the bigger wars and battles you can take on. But you can't take it on if it's just you by yourself. So mm. being stingy don't do nothing but hurt you. And nine times out of ten, you're going to hold that information so long that it's going to become privileged to the world anyway. But they're not going to you- look at you as the person that gave it to them. They're going to look at you as the person that held it from them.
0: Mm. It's good. It's good. I like that. I like that. So let's close up. If you could tell an entrepreneur who's creative or someone who's an entrepreneur and they think they're creative, one thing, one key, one gem.
1: What would that be? You got a floor, brother. The biggest thing I say is believe 100% in you. And the reason why I'm saying that is because we allow other people to determine our belief level in ourselves. And if you believe 100% in you, you're going to be able to knock down walls that you didn't even know you were strong enough to knock down. You're going to be able to move mountains you didn't know you were strong enough to move. But believe 100% in you and your mission and your purpose. And don't get distracted when life hits you. Because life is going to hit you to, to throw you off a course. Right? And if you allow it, then you lose. But if you keep going, you can be beat to pieces. But as long as you keep going and you make it, you're going to win. And every journey, every step of your journey is worth it every step of your journey is making you stronger so keep believing in yourself even when it get cloudy even when it get dark just keep being your own light to get to your destination and help every single individual along the way because what happened is as you get weak and weak the people that you helped along the way they still strong and now they can help you get further and further so help every individual along the way on your journey, no matter what position, what 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 form they're in at that point, just pull that seed into them because they're gonna be the strength to help you keep going.
0: That's dope right there, bro. I like that. So how can people find out more about you and the boot camp? Antonio. I think,
1: uh, man, just follow me on Instagram, social media, Dante Antonio, Dontell Antonio, D O N T E L L, Antonio, the king of content. Um, go to thecontentbootcamp.com. We got thecontentimpactbootcamp.com and we got thecontentbootcamp. I just say the content bootcamp because it's easier. But go to thecontentbootcamp.com, get your tickets, get in the room. One thing about it, this is my first event, so it's going down in history. I'm, this ain't my last event. I actually got four events planned this year, already. This is just my first one, and I promise you, I'm gonna be booking booking out arenas and stadiums within the next couple of years. Probably next year. That's how. Sure. I, matter of fact, next year, not a couple years. Next year. Let me let me put the date on it. You heard?
0: <laughs> yes, sir. but well, that's uh Antonio. Thank you for your time, brother, and thank you for being on it. Your money, our podcast.
1: Now, thank you, Dakota, for even having me on, for doing what you're doing, for having a platform, for investing in yourself, for believing in yourself, for taking the courage to want to help people, you know, get their finances together, for understanding, like, it takes a lot. And because you're an entrepreneur that's here to solve a problem, and you understand your purpose, Dakota, you're gonna go as far as you as as, as possible. And um, I want you to understand: just always keep believing in yourself, even when shit get blurry, even when stuff get hard. Keep believing in yourself because you're doing something that people are scared to do. You're helping people that people are scared to help. And I just want you to keep going along your journey, no matter how hard it get. Thank you, man. I appreciate that it could be. You're Welcome. I can I take care thank you